Good evening, dear friends, and we are so happy to see you at live conversation on Alatra TV India. And we really, we are the humanity now, we are living in a special time when we get a chance to change the format of our society and really to achieve such society where every person could live comfortable, could live safely, could live a fulfilled life. So that's why we are conducting this kind of live conversation where we have the, this possibility to meet, meet each other, to hear each other and to understand what is our common goal, how we actually envis envision such creative society. And just would like to remind our viewers that the Creative Society project is the global project which initiated by people themselves and for people. And also this project has been launched on the platform of a lot of international public movement. And um, now we continue meeting interesting people and to get to know how they envision creative society. And today we have a special guest, but before just would like one more thing to remind that more information about creative society you may find on our website, alatraunites.com. So my name is Anna and today's interview I will be hosting with Tatiana. Hello. Yeah, hi. And really, our interview today is a special one because we have a special guest, a, a scientist, actually, uh, and a, scientist, a woman and a scientist. It's really a nice combination, yeah? And our guest is Shweta Kulkarni. She is a founder of Estran Era, and she has nine years' experience in science popularization. She was selected as one of the top 100 women entrepreneurs of India by IAM Bangalore in 2018 and was incubated under the Women's Startup Program. Really, thank you very much for joining us and welcome to our conversation, Shweta. Thank you so much, Tanya, and thank you so much, Anna, for inviting me. And uh, I am very honored to be on this platform and to be able to talk with all your viewers. Thank you very much for joining us. It's really a great pleasure and honor for, for us to have you here to talk about the Creative Society. But before we will talk about the Creative Society, we would like to, to know more, a little bit more about yourself personally. So we quite understand why you chose this profession because uh, stars beckon all of us, but not all of us <laughs> respond to this uh, calling, let's say so, yeah? But in order to be a scientist, to be an investigator, researcher, you have to cognize, to study a lot, to research. And tell us, please, what inspires you uh, in your activities, in your researching, in your development? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What inspires me to uh, study astronomy and talk about it to people is actually the vastness of the universe. Uh, this feeling that, you know, that universe is a massive puzzle and uh, we have a chance to solve it. So the more questions you ask, the more answers you get, you find more questions beyond that. And it is it is such such amazing thing uh, that we have that we can explore around us. We are surrounded by it and there is still so much of mystery. So I think that is uh, what uh, that is something that really astounds me about it and makes me more interested, uh, more interested in it, basically. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. That's really also a you know, very inspiring inspi inspiration thing <laughs> when we really are have a question and we are looking for answers. So this very, very, you know, important things that we have to follow and really rise up more and more interesting for us. So, you know, like uh, if you will be able to, you know, to see our planet from the space. So could you please describe how you envision creative society? how we people actually should live when all of us would live comfortable and safely in all spheres of our life. So could you please share mm -hmm. with us? Yeah, so uh, I think the foundations, one of the foundations of the creative society, uh, I think I remember first three foundations are mostly about human life, human uh, freedom and human safety. So, you know, when you go in space and you look at the Earth, which is pale blue dot in this massive universe as described by Carl Sagan. So when you look at it, uh, it seems really tiny and and insignificant in this massive universe even if you were on the moon and you just put your thumb up you know uh, and you will see that the earth kind of hides behind it it is so small at the edge of the solar system if you stood you won't even be able to see it so when you understand that you're such insignificant thing in this universe it kind of makes you understand that humankind is a species there are thousands of species on our planet and humankind is fortunate one to have brains to be able to actually study what are our, our surroundings, you know, and to actually understand the concepts, the fundamentals that we talk about at the creative society. You know, so I think it really makes us realize that we should all come together and work together to explore fields such as astronomy. You know, astronomy makes us forget about the boundaries. It makes us forget about the politics, you know, the borders between the countries. It makes you forget about the money and it, it makes you unite no matter if you're, you know, somebody uh, who doesn't have any money or somebody who is very powerful or no matter what your background is, astronomy is same for all. The same sun is going to rise in the morning and the same sun is going to set on everyone's head, no matter where you're located on the earth. So I think this is how I uh, look at it. Yeah, wonderful. It's very important that you mentioned that uh, we are all united, yeah, in this planet. Yeah, our ability to think, to, to have a brain and to have a soul, yeah, it all unites us. And, um, actually, and you also correctly mentioned that it's a gift um, to humans that we have this brain and this soul. And what uh, do you think, who to your mind uh, a real human is? Uh, from a capital H, a real human? I think the real human is uh, the one who is uh, grounded, you know. I always say that keep your feet on the ground and reach for the stars. So real human is somebody who genuinely understands this one who is humble, you know, and astronomy kind of gives you this humbleness when you realize that there are 3000 more exoplanets that we have found where life could exist. But we know that only one planet, our Earth, is the one that harbors life at the moment, you know. It kind of makes you think about it. And the real human knows this. Astronomy kind of puts this perspective in your mind. And I think that that's what makes the real human who is kind to everyone, who forgets about all these boundaries and help each other, unite with each other and understand how everybody should be working towards making our world a better place because this is the only world that we know of at 
the moment. Oh, absolutely. I just, you know, 100% agree with you that really one world we have, right? The planet Earth, really, it's our home. And so that's why we have, you know, to take care about it and also to take care about our common families, the humanity. So really, you know, if you can see like this, what is going on on our planet Earth from the space perspective, so really it's very much understandable what should be too. Thank you so much for sharing. And you just, when you're answering about the creative society, you just start um, saying about the eight foundation. So just uh, let's, you know, continue this topic to open more. And uh, just would like to say that this foundation, eight foundation is really unique one because they have framed from the answers of millions of people from different uh, countries, from different social status, profession, and so on. They're, in, they're really incredible and unique. So let's now just watch a short video about them. And this video will be from the Global International Online Conference, Creative Society, what the prophets dreamed of. So let's watch it now. The biggest social polling in our entire history of civilization has been conducted during the last 10 years by people around the world. 180 countries, millions of people of different social statuses, denominations, nationalities talk about the society in which they want to live in. And this is a creative society based on the answers of the people from around the world, eight foundations of creative society were established. A society where all people can live in happiness, peace, and prosperity. This is that very society that our prophets bequeathed to us. All prophets talk about the value of life, freedom, honesty, common human values, equality before God, mutual respect, and unification of people about love for each other. They talked about the common truth and about the world which we can create. The prophet said, there will be a time when we're able to build a creative society. We are honored to live in the time which the prophets talked about. When everyone is chosen. Yeah, thank you so much for this video. I really like this video because it really shows, you know, how really, you know, this uh, enormous social post was, you know, and it's going on because even now you're also answering how do you envision creative society? So really we are together as all humanity. We are framing our future society. So indeed this is uh, like um, uh, when you hear such information, especially for me, I really have, have a goosebumps because it's really something special and we are doing it together so that's why i just would like to ask maybe you could share with us your opinion or maybe how you find this aid foundation close to you well 
I think uh, all of these eight fundamentals, eight foundations are really close with astronomy and the things that I believe while working. I spoke about the first three, about human life, human freedom and human safety, because uh, we are the human species and we need to recognize that and work accordingly. And I always tell it whenever I am talking with people that how it kind of changes your perspective towards your life. But moving on about the transparency and uh, openness of uh, information to all, I think at Astronera, while I work, I always have this in the back of my mind. Uh, the way I do projects with tribal people as well, I do projects with uh, urban people as well. So I make sure that I speak with everybody. I make sure that I'm reached to everybody. And that is the goal at Astronera that we work for. Because I believe that uh, once you have access to information, you get yourself capacity to change it into knowledge and then then put it into your behavior you know and that's what uh, makes you a whole new personality which is i think another fundamental of the creative society to you know kind of build your personality and once you know all this you have you have better things to put in your personality and be a better human being uh, there is creative ideology that uh, creative society uh, believes in and uh, at Aston Era, I always put science and creativity hand in hand. I believe that science popularization is very important in a creative way, at least uh, in my unique way of doing it, because people perceive science as very hard subject in their lives. You know, people are scared of doing mathematical calculations and looking into physics formulae, but it doesn't always have to be that. So creative ide ideology comes into picture when I try to let them know that how you can study this creatively and understand this better then there is justice and equality as i was telling you earlier if you make informed decision with the information that has been processed into your knowledge to make a better personality then justice and equality is at your fingertips once you understand that you are a human being and every life around you matters just as much as yours does then you can uh, you know you can work with justice and equality in better way. I always say that astronomers know the concept of equality much better than anybody around, you know, because I mean, as I said earlier, and I keep saying it, that universe is a massive, massive place. Um, there is there is this one story that I always like to tell. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson is a scientist. And once somebody asked him that why aliens do not uh, contact us, if you believe that uh, there are aliens, then why don't they contact us? And he answered saying that imagine that the aliens are passing by from the Earth and uh, they see down to the Earth and understand that, you know, that there are these human creatures who are working the way that we do right now. And they decide then not to talk talk to us, they think the same way we think about a bug walking down the street. They think that we are not capable enough to understand them and say, so they don't contact us and they pass by, you know? So I think with these eight foundations of creative society, you build yourself in a way, you build a society around you, you build your personality around you and make yourself worth, make yourself knowledgeable, make yourself unique. And that is how you're going to, you know, go ahead in your path. So, yeah, this, this is my view on it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. And while you were telling your story about uh, aliens and the reasons why, why they do not contact us, I also remember this one story from 
book Sensei by Anastasia Nova, who and there was also a joke that uh, the um, absence of contacts with uh, earthlings is a right uh, direct proof of um, existence of intelligence in the space. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. So maybe we are we are not intelligent enough, yeah, for for this contact. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> thank you very much. So and uh, thank you actually very much for your um, uh, detailed description and uh, comment on each of these eight foundations. Uh, it's very important to um, have this understanding for yourself and of course for our viewers. And uh, we would also like to know your opinion about science in the creative society. When all these eight uh, foundations are implemented, how will uh, science develop in such a society where human life is the highest value and all other eight foundations are really implemented and practiced in our society? Yes, definitely. So science is part of our day-to-day -day life. And somehow uh, in our daily lives, we fail to understand this. We fail to understand that we have our mobile phones in the hand because of the satellites in the sky, you know, that have been built because of science and technology. Everything that we are doing right from getting up to going to sleep, everything is related to science. And I think more than science, what is important for science is to have scientific temperament. Uh, Indian constitution um, has this mentioned in it that it is the duty of every Indian citizen to have a scientific temperament. Because once you have a scientific temperament, you have better view of life, you have better perspective of life, you, better, you become better human. And then you immediately have all these eight guidelines that the creative society has. You know, so that is the importance of science that I believe uh, there there exists that exists in the creative society, and this is how it should be built. If everybody has the scientific temperament, then uh, whatever career that they are doing, even if it is not in science, even if they are just housewives, they can lead their lives in a better way because it kind of liberates them. It kind of makes them, uh, it, it kind of forces them to make informed decision because of course half knowledge is always very dangerous. You know, when you have to make uh, proper choices, cho proper choices, you need to be informed. And uh, with scientific temperament, it becomes easier. You make informed decisions and that makes your life much, much better. Yeah, when you have the full information, you can really make the right decision based on Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, in such case, I'd like to ask you, because really, you know, information plays a vital role in our society. So actually, you know, what kind of information prevail in society, right? Like in media, in social media, in uh, movies, arts, in education. So such society we actually have. So what do you think in creative society, what kind of information should prevail? In creative society, I think uh, the information that everybody needs cannot be made available. So, you know, if if there are people who are uniting to make this information available in transparency for everybody, you know, the way that they, Anna and I were talking, like Anna is a ballet teacher and I, am, I also edit videos sometimes. So, you know, this kind of information exchange where we can teach each other different skills in exchange of rather than money, but another skill or information. So, you know, this would kind of make the society whole lot better. And then we don't have to depend on somebody to give us the information. But it would be us who will be giving out the information to each other. 
cool. Mm -hmm. I really like your answer. Really, you know, that sounds interesting. So you're not just, you know, like uh, only listening what is <laughs> like talking like to us, but really we have this interaction and there is more useful to get the information and to understand. So that's why you just one more time remind why, you know, such conversation, what you are conducting is so important. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly, because even even when I talk to little kids who are studying astronomy with me, you know, I am always learning something when I talk to them. And whenever we are doing any sessions, I make it I, I make it a point to make these sessions interactive. Because if I'm the only person who's talking and if I'm the only person who's giving out my information, then it limits to the information. But if I interact, it kind of converts into knowledge which I think is more important for people to have rather than having just information. Yeah, right. Because again, when we uh, talk and explain something, uh, we can make discoveries, <laughs> actually. Yeah, And when we have this uh, like life uh, communication, then these people who uh, were, were supposed only to learn something, they can also teach you something in return. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's really kind of um, creative uh, conversations, yeah, creative interaction and communication. So actually we have a surprise for you. We have a cartoon about aliens and uh, we would like to show it to you and then we'll discuss it. Wow. Aliens came to Earth. At first they flew around it, saw everything and then decided to talk to the people on Earth. They asked, why do you have so much garbage and garbage cans? Well, this is because we don't have enough money to build waste processing plants. But why do you have so many hungry and homeless people? Well, this is because we don't have enough money to feed them and build houses for them. But why are you constantly at war with each other? This is because we don't have enough money and we're trying to take it away from others. The aliens scratched their heads and said, We fly around galaxies, have explored many worlds and planets, but have never met such a rare and, as it turns out, such a very necessary resource as money. Could you show us what it looks like and show where you get it in space? Then we will try to get it, bring you more of this money and help you establish harmony on your planet. We don't fly anywhere to get money, the Earthlings answer. We print it ourselves. Yourselves? said the aliens. Yes! After this answer, Earthlings were deleted from the list of intelligent beings. <laughs> so, wow oh my god <laughs> this actually gave me goosebumps yeah wonderful any other comments on, on the idea of this cartoon yeah this is this is this is what i was talking about earlier that you know these aliens might think that we are not intelligent enough to even talk to us you know 
and um, i mean actually we have we have discovered so many exoplanets out there i mean our galaxy has millions of stars all the stars have their own planetary systems it is it is impossible that the aliens do not exist they of course exist somewhere and the real question is do the intelligent life exist somewhere because i mean even on the earth in the extreme environments we find um, these organisms which we call extremophiles you know that's the concept in astrobiology and it, it kind of makes us realize that even in our solar system there are some extreme conditions on different planets where there could be extremophiles living there and life exists there but the real question still remains is it intelligent life that we can find elsewhere in the universe and it is very very naive of us to think that we are the intelligent life having all these issues here on earth and then you know understanding seeing this video i mean it it brings so many comments in my head like a uh, few years ago when uh, india flew mars orbiter mission to the space lots of people asked me even today they ask me why do we invest in space missions and space exploration when we have so many issues here on earth and this video explains it you know it makes you realize that oh my god there is so much out there and we are just living in this our little bubble you know how a frog lives in the small pond we are living like that we don't know how the world there is around us beyond beyond our earth and we need to think about that oh my god i'm getting speechless like there is i love this video they're amazing yeah so maybe we will share it with, with you so that you, you can show it to, to, to your audience oh my god i'm going to i'm going to make all of my followers see this video and this is this is going to be really useful for me to communicate about why astronomy is important and how it can you know unite us all together this is really beautifully done thank you so much for this video Uh, and the, uh, actually, here is also uh, another question implied. Yeah, taking into consideration everything that was said, that we print this money by ourselves, and we still have not enough of these resources. Yeah, so uh, how, how important and is it necessary at all to change the format of our society now? Oh my god of course of course i mean to get new skills you don't have to pay money even with the education you don't have to pay money like we we spend lots of money on many different things and this perspective should be changed for sure i mean you just go outside of the city that you have built with so much of money where there are so much of, so ma so many lights which brings light pollution and so you have to go away from the city to look at the stars which are free you know and when you have to look at this free nature free stars why do you have to pay money to actually build these cities to actually live in the comfort which is built with this money and then complain that you don't get to enjoy the nature you don't get to see the stars so we are kind of pushing these beautiful things away from us which are for free and trying to come up with our own problems with our own issues with our own money so it's just like that <laughs> Absolutely, you know, so maybe, you know, then uh, science will work, you know, on the way of the creative society for people and then, you know, we create a free energy, for example, that we don't have to pay for everything, but we will have it because it will be for free. Exactly, and it's because possible, the science right? is free. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, the science is free, right? I mean, the wind, the solar, the solar energy. I mean, all these energies are free. We are finding ways to still ruin all these things, or we should be investing our money, if at all, to understand how we can use this natural forces and make our lives better, rather than using this money to. create more pollution in the world let it be light pollution air pollution noise pollution and it it just like we are creating our own problems just the way we are creating our money <laughs> right so in the same time we could create a normal society for ourselves because you know we could create by our own and really it's also very necessary because maybe you know when we create create such society together so then aliens will have a contact with us so that's why it's also so necessary to change the format of our society and that's only true that we could do it only together and so without any force without any power just people by our own choice we could build such society so that's why here is we really like i think you know the main question so what actually every person each of us can start with or can do in order in order to build creative society i think it starts from within each of this person so uh, if they go through all these eight uh, you know foundations of the creative society that kind of i think should put them in the better perspective and adding to it of course the scientific temperament so that that could be like the ninth foundation thing that they could have and if they start from within of course it will reach out to more people and uh, i mean just help each other just talk with each other you know the way we are connecting just connect with more people and discuss with them talk with them share your views brainstorm be kind and that's how i think this is going to be built now oh, wonderful actually just uh, just to prove that we are intelligent <laughs> creatures that, that we are humans <laughs> yes absolutely right i completely agree and uh, everything starts again from us from our example so it's very important and um, as we uh, now on the informational stage and we are meeting people and talking to them about the creative society and um, to do it we are using this six handshake theory and you are also here uh, you know you already know about it right because you are also invited thanks to another guest who already answered these questions about the creativity so who would you like to invite to our future conversations in order to ask them about their vision and their understanding of the creative society so i have many people in mind uh, who would love to come here and talk and share their perspectives from many different fields uh, but i have two names popping up in my head right now one would be aishwarya khade she works in the field of psychology so i think it would be really amazing to hear her thoughts about this as well uh, and then my another friend who is also an entrepreneur friend uh, amshu cr she works in agriculture field and it would be really amazing to have her uh, share her thoughts about this as well yeah thank you very much and if yeah. you like you can join the co-host and uh, uh, for for your guests to feel better <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah and also to continue such conversation about creative society because you know you just like with Tatiana we are conducting a lot of interviews but it's never become you know boring because you every interview is so special even you know like now it's so interesting and I really think to really appreciate this project creative society that we have because it's uh, really an honor to participate and it's an honor for us to live in such perfect so uh, time when we really could feel you know this whiteness you know that's really your really starts back on us you know and so uh, dear viewers if you would like that uh, faster you know aliens could con con connect to us and we build creative society so you just can um, go to the website a lot reunites and press the join us button and faster together we could really really uh, build such society so that's why do not hesitate to visit the website website, fill the, fill the form, it's actually very easy to do. And then together we could uh, came to such conversation you all, and to hear your vision of creative societies. So we really invite everyone because this project with people cost, it's, it doesn't, you know, like cost any money because we are doing it so only um, by, you know, our personal like, motivation because everyone would like to live in a such world and we actually deserve it. So thank you so much, Shveta. Thank you so much for such incredible interview because it was uh, so, you know, with this so joy, uh, actually, this interview were passed on. So really uh, appreciate that you participate in it. So maybe uh, you would like to wish to all people all around the world something. So please, if you would like so. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Anna. Uh, and thank you so much, Satinaya. Uh, and thank you so much to uh, the uh, Alatra International Public Movement and uh, Creative Society for actually taking this initiative of connecting the people around the globe. Um, and I hope that people, you know, realize this amazing moment and join this. So Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to uh, having more success, uh, successful sessions with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Just, you know, like uh, at the end, let's uh, watch one video, a review of uh, the conference, Creative Society for the Prophets Dreamed of. Because, you know, this conference is really special. It uh, gives an, us an example how people could actually unite from different parts of the world, from different, you know, like profession, even religion, and how they all came together. And this uh, conference unites like 100 speakers from different religions and it uh, was simultaneously translated into 47 languages so could you imagine that's really an incredible event so let's uh, watch at the end a review after this conference but before just would like to say thank you who was watching us today and see you next time goodbye On March 20th, 2021, a momentous event took place. For the first time in history, a conference was held where people of different religion and nationality voiced the truth that God is one. While all the separation of our mankind have been made artificially, the time of the truth has come. For the truth is one for all. International Conference, Creative Society, What the Prophets Dreamed Of. 
more than 45 languages of simultaneous interpretation, nearly nine hours of live broadcasting, thousands of platforms and online broadcasts. People themselves made it possible.